Are you ready for a career upgrade? One where you are valued and respected for your expertise? Where you get to use your strengths every day? Where you're doing work that matters? Where you have healthy boundaries and where you're paid really freaking well? And not only that, but you get to use your privilege to open doors and support others in their pursuit of their own upgraded careers? Well, if that sounds good, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nicole Case, and after a decades-long career in corporate HR, I'm sharing my behind-the-scenes insider knowledge on how you can upgrade your own career and succeed in this wild corporate world. Each episode will have practical, actionable takeaways that you'll be able to implement right away with some healthy doses of encouragement and maybe a kick in the pants or two. Plus, you'll hear from other amazing women who have upgraded their own careers on their terms. So pour yourself a favorite beverage and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the Upgraded Career Podcast. I'm Nicole Case and your host for today. And this week we are talking about how you can support your employees in getting their own promotion. So in the last two episodes on the podcast, we talked all about how to prepare and position yourself to get a promotion during the performance review cycle. But what role do you play in all of this on the other side of the table as the leader of an employee who is ready and looking for that promotion? So I know the whole process of performance reviews or the process that we as leaders need to go through in order to advocate for our employees can be incredibly frustrating, unequal, full of bias, and usually very, very time and energy consuming. But what's what's often not talked about is the fact that your ability to advocate for your team and their career growth is part of your job as a leader and as a direct reflection of your own leadership and influencing skill. Now, of course, like I talk all the time, you know, you you only you can advocate for you in the way that you can. Only you care, you know, only you care about your career in the way that you do, right? But so, of course, the employee themselves has the biggest lift and responsibility out of all of this. But again, you play a huge role in this as well. So like, think about it. Think back on your career or on times when you got promotions or the opportunity to work on a really valuable project. You know, what What role did your, plot, your boss play in all of that? They likely played a big role in going to bat for you and moving obstacles out of your way and speaking your name in rooms that you were not in, you know. They were probably a big part of you getting those opportunities, which is great. And I'm sure you're incredibly grateful for those people and for those relationships in your lives. And I bet a lot of them, a lot of those relationships are still there, right? Everyone just kind of remembers those those leaders and those bosses that like just really took an interest in their career and in their and supporting their growth. I know I certainly am still connected with so many amazing leaders in my career that has just helped me and supported me along the way. You just, you don't forget about those people, right? But you also remember the times when the opposite was true, right? Maybe when you've gotten passed over for the promotion and maybe your peer got it instead. And the only reason or the only difference you saw was maybe your boss's reputation and the ability for your boss to influence that decision. And I am, I'm working with two clients right now for these exact reasons. One client she was passed over for a promotion last year, last summer, and her peer who had a different manager got the promotion instead. And she's like, um, we both started at the same time. We have really similar backgrounds and experience. 
She's like, I don't see how my work is any different than hers or what I'm producing is any different than hers. But the biggest difference that she could see was that her boss didn't know how to advocate for her and that this other woman's boss, that they were really close, that she was just like, yeah, her boss is just super well regarded. And, you know, I just think that it, you know, my the fact that my boss doesn't doesn't have that reputation or just maybe doesn't have those skills. You know, um, I think that played a big part in why I didn't get the role. And again, we've been working together on what she can do to control this, control parts of this. Right. So, you know, we've been working on making herself visible to the next level leadership and demonstrating her value in the ways that she can control and just how she shows up. Right. Because, again, we can't we can't control our boss. We can't control you know, their ability to um, to do these things really well. So only the only thing she can do, right, is is just figure out how she needs to show up and the way that she wants to, um, you know, use her voice and communicate her value, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, though, like we just know that getting a promotion isn't always in our hands. So much of that is in the hands of our boss and their ability and their ability to advocate for us, right? Um, and the funny thing is she did end up getting her promotion a few months ago and she was you know really pleased with that and her boss even said to her you know we've really been seeing you stepping up and and using your voice and communicating your perspective but honestly she's like just today her and I had a session today and we were talking about how she is still kind of feeling like her boss doesn't really have her back or that he's just you know kind of still in not really interested in helping elevate her and giving her those opportunities to continue to grow and learn. And she's frankly out there looking for um, opportunities outside of her company for more growth opportunities. And I honestly, this is um, this is really common with people who wait so long for their promotions that when they finally do get them, they're really they're already well on their way to their next one. And they feel incredibly underutilized, undervalued. So even though they had finally gotten the title that they're looking for or, you know, finally gotten that recognition that they're ready for that next level, um, they're already leveraging that new title to get the next one somewhere else. So, again, this is something that I, I see really, really frequently that they feel like they've waited so long that they're, are, they're already at that next level and that they're already hitting that next that next cap. And if they feel like, again, that their boss doesn't have their back, then they're like, well, I'm going to go somewhere where somebody does have my back, right? And again, because we know it's not just you, the direct manager, who needs to be convinced that a promotion for someone is the right thing. Your peer leaders need to see that. The next line leaders need to see that. And there's a reason, right? The reason for that is because there just isn't infinite budget. There isn't infinite promotions to go around, no matter how good the company is doing. Not everyone can be a VP. And this is certainly true the more you move up in in levels in the organization that, you know, just there isn't, you know, an infinite amount of vice president titles to go around. Right. You know, we have to be we don't want to be adding artificial layers to things. But if everyone is sitting around the boardroom table vying for that same small piece of the pie, they're doing the same thing for their teams. So you need to be able to clearly articulate the value of, the, of your employee and the, and what their role is bringing to the team. But no fear if this is like, oh, crap, Nicole, I hadn't considered this or maybe I'm not super good at this. This is an area where I don't think I'm, I, you know, 
gotten some great skills around this. That's okay. Leadership, influence, communication, all these things are skills that can be learned and practiced and improved, which leads me to the three tips to helping your employee get the promotion this year. So the first step in this is first and foremost, just to know the process, right? What are the steps to this particular promotion process? What what are, what's the criteria for this promotion? And that's totally going to be different depending on the level, depending on the, on the, um, particular organization that you're in. Um, again, specifically as you are moving up in the organization, if you are leading, um, managers. So when I say you're a second line manager or a third line manager, that you're managing other managers that that's a whole different level of criteria for promotion. Likely, I have a client that I worked with last year who was trying to get um, trying to get to that next director title, director level, and she kept getting stopped because they said that she didn't have enough people, rep- managers reporting to her in order to justify that next level title. So what is the criteria? Do you know what that rubric looks like or what are what are those what is those requirements for the promotion at that next level for that person on your team so you have to understand what the process is what are the steps and you also have to know what's going on with the other teams cuz like i said before there is not infinite budget and you and your peer leaders are all probably vying after the same small budget so you kind of need to know what's going on with the other teams what's going on over there with them what are their needs in terms of next level promotions and things like that, you know, kind of what's who are the folks that are on their team that are, you know, ready for that next level. And you just need to have that awareness just so you understand what what you're going up against. So if um, your company does something called like calibration sessions, um, which is something that's really popular uh, with organizations that, again, all the leaders get around the table with the next level leader and they all basically are duking it out. For a couple of hours, um, again, it, trying to get these um, these really precious and um, very, very small uh, resources to help support their individual teams. And of course, every team is going to say, yeah, but my team's better or my employee's better, right? And, and if you have an awareness of what's going on on their teams and you have had the ability to um, really articulate to them, hey, this is what's going on on my team. These are this is the value that my employees are bringing. And, you know, we've been working on this next level promotion for months now. If you're continuing to have those conversations and share that in, you know, your own, you know, peer leadership meetings, then when you get to those um, uh, calibration sessions or you get to those meetings where you're all kind of deciding who's going to get, you know, what buckets of money you know, those conversations will likely be a little bit easier because they're like, you know, your peer leaders are probably saying, oh, yeah, I know Nicole on your team. She's great. She's been doing this, that and the other thing. You've been telling us all about it for the last couple of months. Yeah, that makes total sense that um, that she should be shortlisted for a promotion this year. So, again, first and foremost, you have to know the process. What are the steps? What are the criteria? What's going on with the other team? So the second step in all of this is actually knowing your team. Review their career goals. What is it that they are looking for? Maybe they're not looking for the next level in your team. Maybe their aspiration is to move to an adjacent team and maybe be a leader over there. 
it's important for you to know, know those specifications so that, again, you can come to the table and be able to articulate that and, and make sure that you're going to bat for the right thing, right? Um, so make sure you're sitting down, reviewing those career goals. Hopefully you're having those conversations throughout the year and it's not a one-time conversation about, about your employees' uh, career aspirations and growth goals. So make sure you're sitting down, reviewing those, making sure you have most up-to-date information on that. And also just reviewing their accomplishments and performance goals. You know, we have to make sure that we're aligning both their career aspirations with the business goals as well. So what have they accomplished this year? What are those um, characteristics and behaviors that they have exhibited this year to, to demonstrate, yes, they are ready for that next level. They're more than ready for that next level. They've, um, they've accomplished all of the things that, the, that we've asked for and more. And honestly, my recommendation here at this step is to have a pre-performance review meeting with them to make sure that you have everything that you need. So often I see um, managers waiting until the performance review to kind of go over their employees' accomplishments and performance goals when that's a lot of times too late to have that conversation. Again, in the previous um, couple of podcast episodes, I'll link to those in the show notes if you want to get caught up there. Um, I talk so much about on the employee side of things that you should be having conversations with your manager throughout the year to to show them and talk about the the goals that you've been hitting or any um, issues that you've been running into. Just again, so they have all of the information they need going into the performance review um, season or going into those conversations where really big decisions are being made about raises and promotions and and, you know, who's you know going to get what project and those kinds of things. But it might be really helpful for you to kind of sit down and have this conversation ahead of time before you need to go into, say, calibration meetings or something like that, just to make sure you have everything. Because we all know you probably have a really big team. You have multiple people on your team that you're trying to trying to manage and support. So it's possible that you've missed something throughout the year. And that's OK. And that's normal. Just as long as you make sure you catch it. Um, and again, you get all of the information that you need in order to be able to come to the table and have a holistic view, a complete view of your employees' performance and what they've done, which leads me into my last step, which is to prepare and practice. This is different from just knowing your team. This is after you have like gathered that information and had those conversations with your employees about, again, what it is that they're looking for and their accomplishments and their goals for this year, pull all that data together in one place. Pull all, of, pull all of the metrics, anything that you think is necessary, whatever dashboard you need to be producing and sharing with your next level leaders. Get all of that pulled together into one place and then distill it down to just a few bullets that is easily, you're easily able to communicate. Again, I would see this so often, whether it's just in regular, you know, regular leadership meetings that people have, you know, with their peer leaders and their boss or in these calibration meetings, like I said, where they're specifically having meetings to talk about the talent on their team that a lot of times people will say, oh, well, what about this situation or what's the metric here or what percentage of this happened or whatever? And the manager's like, um, I'm not sure. Let me go check on that for you. I'd have to pull that information. I don't have that information in front of me, right? So anticipate what are the questions that people are going to ask? What are the things that are that people are going to basically say, prove it, right? Prove it to me or convince me that this person is ready for 
for the promotion. Anticipate what those questions are going to be and prepare all of that information so that you can very quickly and easily on the moment, in the moment, pull that data out. Obviously, it's not ever going to be perfect, right? Uh, I don't want you to spend so much time on this that um, you're missing out on some other really important pieces of your of, of your work. But it's really important for you to be able to say that you you have like 80 percent of that data in case somebody needs it and, and wants to to look at it as they're as you're having these conversations. The other important part of this is not just to have the raw data, not just to say like, oh, my marketing employee successfully managed the relationships with agency vendors this year. Well, that's great. But what is the value and impact to that task or that or that thing that they did this year? What was the impact of the efficiency of managing those relationships? Has the content creation cycle been cut in half? Has the total spend been reduced? Things like that. So again, like we talked about in previous um, podcast episodes, we it's not enough just to say I did this thing and check the box, check the box, like a like just a giant checklist. It's what is the impact and the value that the employee brought to the table as a result of doing those things? To what end? Why is it important that your employee did these things, right? So it's so important to really distill down all of this data that you have and all of these talking points to really and be able to easily communicate the value and impact that your employee is having on the organization. And if you struggle having conversations like this, if this is not something that's supernatural to you, I, you know, maybe you struggle with it yourself. What I actually find super interesting is that people struggle with articulating their value for themselves, but they do a really great job for their team. So maybe or maybe not, this, this could be an issue for you. But if you're feeling a little bit nervous about this, if you're like, you know what, I'm not so sure that, um, you know, I really have this, I really have this down, or maybe it's, it's, maybe it's a really big promotion for this person. Maybe, maybe you yourself have gotten to this next level. Maybe you yourself are finally at this head of a department state, or you're finally at that VP level, SVP level, and you've not had to advocate for one of your employees to get to the senior director level or something like that, that it's a really big promotion that you yourself haven't successfully got for somebody in the past before, practice. Literally practice saying these words out loud if you're struggling with communicating in this way at this next level as a leader at kind of at the, maybe, again, this is maybe your first time at this level, um, you know, advocating for, for your team this way. Um, again, literally practice saying these words out loud. Either call your coach, have them walk it through with you. Maybe you record yourself, um, you know, talking through some of this, if that's helpful. But seriously, like practice, don't wing this. If especially, again, if you're a little bit nervous about it or it's not something you've done before or you have a ton of experience with, literally just spend a little bit of time practicing the words out loud just so you can get really comfortable and you yourself can feel confident coming to the table with this type of this type of an ask. So to review, the three tips for you to help your employee get the promotion this year is one, to know the process. What is the game that you're playing? What are the steps? What's the criteria? What's going on with the other people's teams? Two, know your team. Maybe sit down and have a pre-performance review conversation with your employee to make sure you have everything you need. You know the complete 
view of their accomplishments and their performance goals. And again, you know specifically the type of career growth or promotion that they're looking for at this time. And finally, just practice and prepare and know that this is different from just knowing your team. Pull all of that data together into one place so you can feel super confident when you're having when you're in that conversation with either your leader or again around a really big a really big table with a bunch of your peer leaders all trying to vie for the, the for the really um, really limited resources that are that are already out there and practice saying it out loud if you're a little bit nervous about this because not only will advocating for members of your team for a promotion build really amazing relationships and loyalty with them, but it's also going to build your credibility as a strong leader who develops other strong leaders. So when it's your time to move up, you'll have a strong bench of talent ready to move right into your spot. So that's everything that I had for you today. Thank you so much for um, for joining me today. If you like information like this, if you like hearing more about how to not only upgrade your own career, but also how to be an amazing upgraded leader yourself, head on over to my website at nicolekspeaks.com slash newsletter and sign up for my non-spammy weekly, weekly newsletter to get more of this information right into your email box every single week. And until next time, remember your career deserves an upgrade. 